Welcome, folks, to the Career Success Academy podcast. I'm Denise, the founder and CEO of the Career Success Academy. And I'm Ty, your host. We're here to help you unlock your full potential and thrive in your career. Together, we'll explore the strategies, insights, and stories that will guide you towards the success you've always dreamed of. I've spent years dedicated to empowering individuals like you to excel in the workplace. Through this podcast, we'll be your coaches, mentors, and trusted advisors. So whether you're just starting your journey or looking to elevate your career to the next level, the Career Success Academy podcast is your go-to resource for all things professional growth. Expect interviews with industry experts, career tips and tricks, and a healthy dose of inspiration to keep you motivated on your path to success. So get ready to turn your dreams into reality right here with us. Listen, if you're looking to be inspired by great vision and insight, then turn up the volume, grab your notepad, and settle in for this incredible conversation with Kimberly Evans. Kimberly is a business owner and entrepreneur, founder and CEO of Just Her Rideshare, a Charlotte, North Carolina-based rideshare community exclusively for women and by women. Let's meet our special guest. So I have to tell you, when I ran across Kimberly, immediately I could see she had so much vision. When I heard her share about her vision, I just knew instantly that this was something I wanted to bring so that other people could hear it and be encouraged by it. And so it's my great pleasure to welcome you, Kimberly, and do us all a favor, introduce yourself. Well, thank you so much, Denise, for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. Uh, I am Kimberly Evans. I am a servant of others. I am a, a wife, soon to be on this Wednesday, 26 years. I am a mom of three sons and a grandmother of one. Uh, I am also a business owner and entrepreneur. Uh, I am the founder and CEO of Just Her Ride Share, uh, where we are a Charlotte, North Carolina-based rideshare community of women drivers and riders. And again, I'm so happy to be here with you. You know, what's incredible is this past weekend, I was at an event and one of the things that the host of the event said on more than one occasion is that we're moving into a season where business will be a front for ministry and that we are going to be helping to change lives in many incredible ways, but business is going to be the gateway of that. And when I hear you talk about your vision, it is a hundred percent in line with that because what you're creating for women, while it does have that opportunity to grow and be prosperous in the business vein, you're talking about changing lives when you talk about community. So go a little bit deeper on that for me. Absolutely. Listen, marketplace ministry is what my heart's desire is to do. When I started on this journey, uh, I had never raised capital before. My husband and I were always fortunate enough to bootstrap our own businesses. So this was a different space for me. And so when I started having conversations and building relationships with investors, they wanted me to pick a side of the road. It's either altruism or capitalism, and they were more focused on capitalism. 
But after prayer, I was like, God, we can do both. We can be a for-profit company on a mission uh, to build. And that's what it became about Marketplace Ministry. Because although we're not standing on top of an Empire State Building, hollering, you know, uh, we're for Jesus, it's the work that we do in the community that exemplifies what we're all about, which is ministry. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important as we're building businesses to consider uh, opportunities to change lives, it can become marketplace ministry. And so I'm super proud that we have made the decision uh, to be a for-profit company, but on a mission. And I think that's right where God wants us to be. So, And how you nestled this whole ride share component around the safety and needs of women is pretty powerful. So Go a little deeper with that aspect of the vision, because to me, that's the hook that brings in the women that you're ultimately going to serve, not only as a producer for you, but also a consumer. Yes. So consider starting out as just a business opportunity, as somebody coming to you saying, hey, this is a great business. How would you like to get involved? To really seeing clearly about how God was going to use that to do other things. Uh, as I started to, you know, dive deeper into sort of this issue in the rideshare industry as it concerned women, I found out that there were safety issues. I also found out that while safety was going to be our priority, it was not the only narrative, like because women viewed safety different. And so I said, OK, well, then what what else can we do? And then it became about how do we provide transportation and then how do we build community? When I started learning of the women who had been impacted by these safety issues, over 40% of women have had to report uncomfortable encounters, including serious sexual crimes uh, and even murder. Uh, having dealt with my own personal issues around feeling safe and comfortable, having lost a friend years ago who was just standing at a bus stop. We had actually partied the weekend before. She went to work that Monday was standing at a bus stop and was abducted and brutally murdered. Mm -hmm. They didn't find her murderer for 12 years. So as a young woman, even though it was sort of the pre-rideshare industry uh, era, it left me feeling you know, vulnerable and unsafe and uncomfortable. And of course I grew up state stranger danger. So, you know, those were other things that we grew up around, you know, uh, not getting into the vehicles with strangers. So getting into this industry, I thought, okay, this was not something that I was interested in doing myself, but I, I needed it at times when I traveled, when I you know had to go places, but I wasn't comfortable doing it. And then after finding out about the safety, I knew that we had to create something uh, that would give women the option to choose how they want to experience riding with others. And when I feel unsafe or uncomfortable, I should have options. So mm -hmm. that's why we decided, one of the reasons why we decided to move forward in building this company. I know it's still in its infancy and I know the vision for it is far greater than what's manifested today. But just give us a little bit of what you see when you think of the community behind the business. Oh, wow. Denise, I got to tell you, um, it was the one thing that resonated with me so much so because I've always been a connector of dots. I've always served my community. I've, I've served my family. Uh, I've served my church. I've served my community. And so it's always been a part of who I am. I always like to say it's really the most organic part of who I am. I was raised to be a servant of others and, it, and I've just adapted it throughout my life. 
Um, but I got to tell you what's so important, what's so great about building community and being on a journey to connect women and grow with them and learn from them. Um, I always use the analogy of say you you have two guys in the car and say he's on the way to the airport. It's very likely they could talk about business. They could talk about the game. They could talk about whatever guys like to talk about. But when you get women together, um, it encourages the sharing of stories and journeys. We really uh, know how to build community with one another. We know how to take care of our communities. I mean, before we get to the airport, I might know who your grandmom is, who your auntie is, who your, you know, because that's what we do when we're comfortable and we're vulnerable enough to open up. We invite each other in and that's what really builds community. And so that's super important to me. Our mantra is we're not just driving women or creating a safe work environment, but we're really building community with them. And we've started to do that in, in a really wonderful way that's really taking off as well. That is so powerful. And, and it's absolutely beautiful. And I really think that in many aspects, that community is going to be the thing that pulls people into the experience. Because you're right, once we can make that connection, once we can really begin to understand and appreciate that valuable connection with one another that can happen so organically when you are there with someone that it looks like you and has experiences like you, um, it just becomes the glue that continues to bind us. And I think that to me is what I found to be so powerful for the vision that you have and how it's going to just create such a synergy behind the business aspect of it all. And so I just applaud you for stepping out there to kind of make this happen and sticking with it, uh, despite all of the things that you've had to face and learn and do and overcome uh, in this experience. Up next, Kimberly shares how to build a good network as a solopreneur, as well as some much needed advice on something we all need to hear, and that is how to shake off fear. But first, here are some tools to support your business growth. We have an amazing all-in-one tool that helps us manage everything for the Career Success Academy. It has transformed the way we run our online courses. Kartra provides us with detailed analytics and insights. This allows us to see what's working and what needs improvement. We can refine our courses based on real data, ensuring our clients have the best learning experiences. One of the things I absolutely love about Kartra is its comprehensiveness. It's an all-in-one platform that allows us to seamlessly manage our online courses, our marketing, and sales all under one roof. It's like having a dedicated team of experts at our disposal. Now, if you're looking for an all-in-one platform to support your business, then I highly recommend Kartra. And the best part is, is I've lined things up for you to check it out. Now, Kartra is spelled K-A-R-T-R-A. And when you visit www.csa-kartra.com, you can learn more about this amazing amazing all-in-one tool that can help you take your business to 
the next level. So visit www.csa-carter.com today to learn more. Now back to the interview. And so in your space, I think one of the things that a lot of people who are entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, if I could say it that way, don't have as much exposure to is forging partnerships and gaining investors and making those type of presentations. And so when you think about how you've navigated and how you've been able to build that network of support for the business itself. Help us to understand what that's like to forge those types of relationships. It is very lonely uh, on this path. It is very lonely as a solopreneur. And one of the things that will help you along the way is being able to build a good network. Um, You often hear people say, you know, five people in your network can really determine your net worth. Uh, And it's really true in a lot of cases, not always monetary, uh, but just in experiences of learning, opportunities of knowing what you don't know. Um, I surrounded myself around people who knew more than I knew in the space that I was going. And, you know, it was it was extremely tough in the beginning because I was looking for mentors and people to sort of, you know, not necessarily tell me point A to point B what to do, but to help me understand, you know, am I on the right path? Like it feels right. I, I know that God is telling me, uh, but what do you think about this? What insight do you have? Uh, But I got to tell you, building relationships was became the most important part of what I what I was doing. Um, And I I often say that if we shut down today, uh, the people and the relationships that I've built along the way, it's been worth it all because they are lifelong, impactful relationships that you can take not only with this business, but really it's applicable to any other part of your life. And that's what building real relationships Uh, are about. If you are on a journey of entrepreneurship, surround yourself by a a great network of people, people who will be honest and open with you, people who will give you honest feedback, and people who will tell you no, uh, or tell you that you bumped your head. And so that's what has helped me along the way. Yeah, one of the things that is pretty signature that I say is that Partnerships accelerate progress, but strategic relationships accelerate success. And that's what I hear you echoing when you start talking about those pertinent relationships that you've been able to forge around yourself to help you be able to navigate that path. I know in my own life, they've made one heck of a difference. And I have seen myself accelerate faster and further because of what it layers in. The unfortunate thing in my my past experience is similar to yours, is that we grow up having those traumatic experiences that want to make us feel like we need to do it alone, like we have something to prove. It makes us reject the help that oftentimes we're so tenaciously praying for. And so I really appreciate your testimony because it helps to continue to reiterate the fact that we need relationships, we need partnerships, we need to be open to them. And one of the things that I had to disprove in my head 
was everybody is not out to get me. There are yes. people who really want to see me be successful. There are people who are not threatened at all by my shine. And when you find those people, you're so spot on. You got to forge relationship with them and it will be completely transferable to anything that you're trying to do because they're bought in hook and sinker hook line and sinker on helping you be good at what it is God wants to do in your life I love hearing you say that Denise and you articulate it so well uh but you're right it is you know we we are raised in some regard to think that you know in, in particular some people in our community that they're not for us uh they're against us uh, that you need to do this alone, or you can't, in particular when it comes to women, that you can't trust them, that we're catty, we can't work together, and all of that. And I found that to be true in some cases, but I choose not to focus on that, uh, because I do believe that God will, when you open yourself up, he will send you the people that you need, and you will know, you will know uh, those people who are not supposed to be in the space that you're in now for that season. Mm -hmm. uh, but I totally agree. And I absolutely love, love, love seeing people shine. I've never been that girl. I'm always, I've always been a girl's girl anyway, but I've never been that person um, that did not want to see my sister win, did not want to see her shine. Listen, we're good at a lot of things, but we're not good at everything. And I love drawing people in. Uh, that are really, really great at things because I learn from them and I open up and I, you know, I just let them do their thing, you know, because they add value to us, you know, so I agree. Yeah. And I, I, what I get sense from you is something that I've learned in my own journey is that you can have professional success, but there is nothing like the fulfillment that you get when you know you're serving others. Like mm -hmm. it is so long lasting. It is so satisfying when you are operating in a way that you truly are being a blessing to someone else. What stands in the way sometimes is fear. And we yes. talked about this previously about fear and doubt and imposter syndrome that sometimes rises up. And that doesn't mean because we're winning that we don't have to battle those things. And so when you think about your journey, tell me a little bit about how you've been able to shake off fear. Oh, my goodness. That's such a, a really great um, discussion, um, conversation, because we all battle with fear, right? Everybody has identified with fear at some point in their lives. Uh, or maybe just feeling uncomfortable. There may be different levels, but we do battle. Uh, we have fear of rejection. We have fear of not doing a great job. Uh, but, and I struggle with fear of not making the right decisions because I, I was always taught that your decisions can a lot of times determine your season. And so we know that seasons come and go. And a lot of times we don't know how long it's going to rain or how long it's going to storm. And so when we're going through those seasons, uh, and we're praying through them, um, you know, we want to get out of those seasons when they're not uh, where we, we're comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, so I struggled with making the right decisions. And I can remember just going through moments where I was trying to bring people in that could help me grow the company. And it would take me so long to like figure out, like I would court them and date them and have lunch and spend time and and finally, one morning I was walking during my devotion and I was praying and God said to me, why do you keep asking me for the same thing over and over every day? 
And I literally said, you know, father, because I have that kind of, you know, relationship, that kind of conversation with him, uh, because I don't know the right decision to make. Like, I'm afraid if I make the decision, it's going to not only impact me, but it's going to impact my company. It's going to impact my team. And he simply said to me, trust yourself, like trust yourself. And I was like, okay, but I don't, how do I, he said, because I am with you. Uh, because you are in my will. So if you trust, if I am with you and you trust yourself, even if it looks like failure, right? Uh, which I, I always say are lessons and not failure. He said, I am with you and you can handle it. And so that was the most powerful thing for me to deal with fear. And uh, and then I had another girlfriend, we were having a conversation one day and she said, you know, Kim, I just do it scared. And I was like, yeah, I do it scared a lot too. And so um, that's what I do. I'm not saying that I don't ever get fearful or concerned, but I don't let it stop me. I just keep moving, knowing that the power lies within me, that if it doesn't go the way that I want it to go, hey, sis, you can handle it because God's got you. So that makes all the difference in the world for me. It's been great so far, but guess what? We're not done yet. There's still so much more to come with Kimberly as she dives into how she navigates uncharted territory. But first, here's some more business resources just for you. Now at the Career Success Academy, we support women leaders on their success journey. Whether it's leadership development for an internal move, an external opportunity, or an entrepreneurial start, we've got you covered. Book a call with us to learn more about how we can help you accelerate your success. Visit www.careersuccessacademy.live to secure a time to talk more. Now let's jump right back to this amazing chat with Kimberly Evans. So I want to pick back up where you were talking about do it afraid, because I know in your story, while you are helping to build this business, which is truly around a technology platform, that's not necessarily your wheelhouse. And so tell me how you are navigating into what could be an uncharted territory for yourself, building a technology business without a technology background, and how that whole mantra of do it afraid played into that. Yes. So when I started, obviously, as a non-tech founder, I knew one of the things I knew, because I'm kind of from sort of an old school kind of Robert Kiyosaki kind of thing, building great teams around you for the things that you don't know. Uh, and so I, I did have enough uh, wherewithal to at least reach out to the people who had the tech experience. Now, I got to tell you that going into this, I didn't know and I had no interest and actually becoming a techie, right? Uh, but I was forced into this space because the route that I took and the budget that we were on, uh, we had a small team. And so it forced me to have to learn technology. It forced me to have to learn my product. And so I was not comfortable doing that. So there was a, some fear there, but I had to, again, I, again, I had to do it afraid. Uh, but yeah, it was very uncharted territory. I, I was... Uh, I, I always like to say a woman of a certain age <laughs> when I started. And I was like, who does this at, at my age? Uh, but I gained the confidence once I, I know, uh, and I, I'm, I'm pretty confident anyway, a pretty confident person. But when I know what I know, what I know, 
I'm super confident. And so once I started to learn, once I started to navigate through that surrounding people around me that could help me get through this process, then it became more natural for me. It became more, um, I became more confident in, in sort of walking this journey of technology because that's what we are. We are a tech company that just provides, happens to use transportation as, as a mode. Uh, but yeah, it was quite interesting in the beginning. <laughs> yes. So I have to commend you. You know, my background is in technology and that's that's no small undertaking to walk in and, you know, have to roll up your sleeves and jump in. And so I think one of the things that sits behind that is the determination that you have, right? Your ability to be tenacious and to have that mental mindset that I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to thrust myself into that. In order to have that though, you do have to fortify yourself with something. You have to begin to feed something into yourself so that you're not depleted. Tell me, how do you build yourself up? Oh my goodness. So I learned as a young woman, um, you know, I, I don't like to say fake and phony, but I played the games. I lived uh, a life, what I thought was organic. Uh, but after I hit my late thirties, my early forties, um, I started showing up as, as me every single day. I made it a uh, my life's mission was to, yeah, when you were younger and you, you know, you dressed and you looked great on the outside, but you were living a lie on the inside, which means you were hurting, you were broken, uh, you had dreams and aspirations that you wanted that you couldn't attain. All of the things that we deal with sometimes as young, insecure women, um, I went through that. But um, I just started telling myself, listen, I can do this. Like, why would I not be able to? And if if I get there and I find that I can't, uh, then I will do something else, you know? But I really, really felt like that I could do this. I felt like, uh, now I got to tell you, Denise, had I seen down the road <laughs> what all of this was, and I thank God that I didn't, I probably, I don't know how I would have moved in the beginning had I seen the whole vision of what it was like building a tech company raising capital, building a business on this magnitude. I don't know. I'm just going to be very transparent. I don't know if I would have moved forward. I'd like to think I would have, but it's been really, really difficult. And so I like to think that God didn't show me because he might've thought I would have chickened out. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I just wake up every day and I tell myself, just show up as you, uh, do the very best that you can. Your best is good enough. And, um, you know, just, you know, if it's something that you don't know, be very open and honest about it and then go find the person who knows or go find the information uh, to help you get over the hump and just keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. I have to tell myself that because if I don't, I would close up shop, honey, and tuck my tail and run. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah. You know, we do have to take our best next step. And I, I agree with you. I think that if God was to reveal 
just how great the vision is that he has before each of us. We would wince in a minute. We we would go into such defeated thinking. But I think he gives us the ability to develop courage enough to keep moving forward and to uh, develop this resolve that we're problem solvers. We can figure it out and we have him to rely upon for any area where there's gaps. He's got our back. And I think that that helps us to just realize if I keep moving forward, he will help me in this journey. And yeah. so and you, and you know something else today. So I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but there was one other thing that I wanted to say that was really powerful for me uh, waking up every day uh, is the fact that I knew that there were so many women connected to what I was doing, mm-hmm. that I, I felt like I didn't have a choice, like that I couldn't quit, that I couldn't give up because there was so much connected to the destiny um, of what I'm building. And so that's another thing that keeps me going as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That that's powerful. And, and, and that's all, the only thing I was going to summarize with is that the mantle of greatness, it's huge. It, mm-hmm. It's huge and it's heavy too. And it's one of the reasons why developing a really good self-care strategy for yourself is important um, because you do carry a heavy mantle with what it is you're looking to pursue and do. And you unpacked it very beautifully by saying, there's a lot of people depending on this. Mm-hmm. There's people who are depending on the delivery of this who don't even know they need it now. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, just continuing to fortify yourself in the ways that you have are going to be incredibly important because there's still more vision to go after. There's more for you to accomplish and do. And so thank you for sharing that. Now, I want to ask you this question because your background and experience is so broad. What's the best advice for women who secretly want more? Kind of like what you talked about, who secretly want more, but are struggling to face the fear of believing in themselves. What advice? do you have for them? Oh my gosh. I would have to go back to, um, you know, don't be so set on figuring it out, right? Or having it figured out. Like we get the unique opportunity uh, when we wake up, uh, God has given us one more day, um, new life to be creative and to explore and to open up yourself so that people can experience you know, the greatness of who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say just do it. Like, don't, uh, don't talk yourself out of it. Uh, And I have to go back to, because fear keeps us from doing it. And I have to go back to just doing it scared and trusting yourself to handle it. Uh, Many times, you know, we don't move forward in certain, um, you know, endeavors or situations because, we look at the the felt we well what if that doesn't work well what if this what if that and I stopped saying that because I would say okay what if it does I can handle it so just know that you can handle it I would say um, I am a strategic planner uh, you know you can't plan out everything but it's good to have some idea of what you want to do or what you think you want to do and you know think about it pray about it plan it out write it out I believe. Uh, I'm a visual person. I believe in writing the vision down and do something toward that every single day. Every single day you wake up and you have new life, do something to move toward that goal, whatever that looks like. And then just be willing to kind of um, 
you know, kind of enjoy the journey, I would say, of that whole experience. Whether you get here or whether you, you know, don't make it to this level, just enjoy the journey. Priceless advice. We're almost there, but let's finish strong together with some final thoughts from Kimberly Evans, some encouragement from our founder, Denise Taylor, and stick around for a well of business services tailor-made just for you. Well, I tell you what, Kimberly, this has been a phenomenal conversation. I am so glad that God allowed our paths to cross and that you said yes to the invitation to be here and share because this has been a blessing. Tell us, tell everyone how they can get connected with you, with her ride share and anything else that makes sense for them to follow up on your vision. Yeah. Well, first of all, Denise, thank you so much for having me. This has been uh, a treat and it's been an honor. Uh, you are so phenomenal. Uh, I've told you before the way that you articulate and share. Um, it's just a gift. It's a gift from God. So you are where you're supposed to be. So thank you for having me. Uh, we can be reached on all social media platforms at Just Her Ride. You can follow us, you know, subscribe to our newsletter at justherrideshare.com on the website and our community platform, Just Her Hub. That is a place where women connect and engage and support one another, um, as well as our social initiatives is not just for our drivers, but it's an open forum. Uh, and so we encourage women to be a part of it. We have almost 600 uh, invites on our waiting list and you can get there through community.justherrideshare.com. So. Okay. And you're still accepting drivers now. How can people plug into that? Yes, we are absolutely accepting drivers. We need more drivers. We were so blessed and so fortunate to have such an influx of interest on the customer side, um, as well as the driver side. And so we've been onboarding drivers and we need to onboard more and more drivers. So uh, go to the website, learn of how you can become a driver. We have phenomenal promos and incentives going on. Uh, we are beating the competitors by uh, so much. So the drivers, not only are they going to uh, work in a safe environment, but they're going to be able to earn a lucrative, um, uh, it's going to be lucrative revenue for them as well. So we want to encourage women, if you're interested, if you just want to earn some extra cash, if you needed to make ends meet, just her ride share is the place where you can do that. And what states are you accepting drivers in right now? So our platform is built nationally, but we've been focusing on North and South Carolina. So we are, uh, most of our drivers are in Charlotte, North Carolina and the metro areas, but we are in eight, nine, eight, nine cities, I'm sorry, in North and South Carolina. So if you're near the Columbia, Greenville, Charleston area, look us up. We've got drivers that we're signing up there. And of course, if you're in Charlotte, the surrounding areas, uh, and in Raleigh, Durham, Greensboro, those areas as well, we are also signing up drivers. That's so phenomenal. I am so excited for where you are now. I really, truly believe in a year, we're going to be talking about double, triple, if not four times that, um, because this is such a powerful network that you're creating um, centered around making sure that women are supported and safe. And that is critically important. And I just want to close out by saying, Kimberly, success looks so good on you. Oh, thank you so much, Nisa. I'm so happy I received that. And we will circle back again and give you an update on what's going on with Just Her Right here. So I have to tell you, I am so 
proud and impressed by Kim all at the same time. Having the courage to go after your dreams and your visions is incredible. And seeing her walk it out, regardless of all the obstacles that I know she has faced for the call to serve others, I have to tell you, that's a God thing. Many of us have dreams on the inside of us, things that we secretly want to achieve. Now, the biggest question is this, are you going to give yourself a fighting chance to go for it? Or are we going to continue to make excuses why we have to delay what it is that we really want? I love the fact that Kim is going after her dream. I love the fact that she is working to be a blessing to other women. I love the fact that she is creating a business front to ministry because she is going to touch women in a way where they will forever be changed. But here's my big question for you. You have a vision and goal too. You have things that you want to accomplish and do as well. I want you to lean into that. And how would it feel? How would it feel for you to finally bet on yourself? To stop making excuses as to why you can't proceed and start asking yourself, how can I make it happen? The one powerful nugget that Kim reiterated time and time again was the necessity to forge relationships to help accelerate her success. Those relationships are so key. I have my own testimony of how they've accelerated my life, how bringing the right partners into my life has allowed me to show up and experience more success more quickly. But here's the thing for you, if you're still going in alone, if you're still trying to figure out how to navigate, what I would suggest is that you stop running away from help, that you stop thinking you have to do it alone or that you have to figure it out on your own and bring people to the table that can help you achieve more faster. Congratulations, you just completed another episode of the Career Success Academy podcast. Doesn't this feel like a huge leap forward in achieving your career goals? You're doing great, but it doesn't stop here. We're excited to offer more proven business strategies to help you advance your career at www.careersuccessacademy.live. And as always, we love hearing your feedback. Remember to like and subscribe on all platforms that you consume this content and leave a comment on how our podcast is helping you and your career growth. We look forward to having you next week for more power leader strategies to help transform your career.